The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. An Alberta wolf dog sanctuary is it's pleading for help after 13 animals were rescued from an emergency situation. The Yamnuska Wolf Dog Sanctuary is in Cochrane and staff there recently rescued 10 wolf dogs and three huskies. They were part of an ongoing animal cruelty investigation and were at risk of being euthanized. But because the wolf dogs are more wolf than dog, they will need to be permanently housed at the sanctuary, and that means it needs to expand. Let's find out more about wolf dogs. I'm, I'm excited about this converse, conversation and the sanctuary. We're joined this afternoon by Alex Harris, who is the operations manager at the Yamneska Wolf Dog Sanctuary. Alex, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Uh, I have <laughs> I have so many questions uh, for you this afternoon. And I mean, the first one might be a little obvious, but when we say wolf dog, I'm guessing that's exactly what it sounds like. These animals are part wolf, part dog, probably some more wolf than dog, others more dog than wolf. You bet. That's exactly what a wolf dog is. So definitely some amount of wolf, some amount of dog, and it really can be kind of any amount. So most of the wolf dogs that we did end up rescuing do have a significant amount. So we kind of call that a mid or a high content wolf dog. So as you mentioned, they will need to remain here with us and become some permanent residents. So Alex, I, I want to get into that uh, that rescue and the details of that and what, what this is going to lead to for the sanctuary. But just for folks know, when you talk about, you know, the, the content, really, the makeup of these dogs, I, I was reading and there's like low, medium and high content. How do you determine that? I know that there can be some testing done, but can you just tell in part by the look of them, the way that the animals act around humans? It, are, you know, how, do, how do you determine that? Yeah, so in all honesty, DNA tests, most of the like doggy DNA tests out there, they don't tend to be super accurate, especially when it comes to that wolf content. Mm. It's not a super easy task to, to figure out what's wolf and what's dog. Their DNA is very, very close. So with that said, um, because DNA tests don't end up being super reliable or we're not able to do an oral swab on a high content wolf dog or something along those lines. Um, it'll be a matter of us assessing all of their different physical traits, behavioral traits, and then even some of their like biological traits, um, when their birthdays might be or, or mm. things along that line. And from that, we can get more of an estimation if they have a small amount of wolf, maybe a medium amount of wolf, or um, mostly wolf with maybe a small amount of that dog content. And, and it's interesting, Alex, because I was on the website today, and if anyone wants to check it out, they can. They can. It's at yamnuskawolfdogsanctuary.com. And and in there, you show your uh, your your wolf packs, um, the, the, the groupings of them, and I think that that's really interesting. And you can see these animals who are are there and some of them look very much more wolf than they do dog but some very much look more dog than wolf and there was one in particular though I think he is is does he have some greyhound uh not greyhound. oh Irish wolfhound you're talking about Horton <laughs> yes Horton the, with the, the 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 wolfhound and you know having said that I think he was more wolfhound but you said that he had more characteristics of of the wolf as well and I think that that's interesting yeah Horton's a really interesting one Horton actually came from the Milk River hoarding seizure that happened in um, 2015 
Um, so there was about 201 dogs seized from that situation, and just a couple of them were wolf dogs. So Horton was one of them. Um, not super common to see something like an Irish wolfhound yeah. and wolf mixed together. It's usually breeds like Huskies, Malamutes, German Shepherds. Those are a little bit more common. Um, Horton is, he's definitely an interesting boy having Irish wolfhound and wolf. <laughs> yeah, anyway, it was, and it's just really neat to, to see them all. Um, so tell us about the rescue that uh, your team was just a part of? Yeah, so I'm not able to go into too, too much detail at this point, just with it still being an on- ongoing investigation. Um, we're unfortunately not able to go into full, full details where they came from and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, but as you mentioned, I mean, they were part of a cruelty investigation case. They were um, not in the situation that they should have been in. Um, and basically because of that, um, they were going to end up not having any place to go. So we were able to step in and rescue um, 10 of the wolf dogs and then three of the sled dogs. And the sled dogs will end up being able to be adopted out, okay. um, not by us. They're going to be transferred to a different rescue, one of which has already went, and then two others, once we get them fully vetted, they will also be going to the other rescue to um, have a chance at having a home. They're super, super sweet, so they're more than able of being mm-hmm. adopted out. Um, whereas the wolf dogs, they're going to need to end up staying here with us. So all of these wolf dogs, I mean, pretty much all of them are very, very shy and timid, which tells us they didn't have much socialization um, or much um, associations that were necessarily positive um, towards humans. So what we want to do with these guys is help them build their confidence and for them to be comfortable around us. Um, but at the same time, if that's something that they might not ever get to the point of being fully comfortable, we like to build them these nice big enclosures so that if they don't want to be near us, they can keep their distance away while we uh, do their poop scooping <laughs> and get their enclosures all clean. Um, and if they do get to the point where they do want to be more around us, we can keep building up that bond with them and maybe they'll want to take treats from our hands or maybe some of them will want some physical, actual attention from us. But our whole goal is just to make them as happy as possible and to give them the lives that they deserve in nice big spaces. All right. And those nice big spaces, though, cost some cash and um, and, and you need some help with that, don't you? We sure do, yeah. Okay, so and we're looking, and I think that's what, about $50,000 per enclosure? Yeah, so we have pretty extensive enclosures because, well, wolf dogs are master escape artists and they need a lot of space in order for them to feel comfortable. So it ends up being that you need very tall fencing, overhangs to prevent from scaling fencing, um, and just with the sheer size of them, really, it it ends up being that they're very costly. Yeah. Um, But it's what is necessary for the wolf dogs to give them the best lives possible. So we'll be looking to build about three enclosures to house these new animals. Um, They're safe right now. They're in temporary containment for the meantime. But this coming spring, we'll be looking to build them their permanent enclosures where they've got lots of space to roam and investigate and romp around and all that fun stuff. How um, How can people help out, Alex? Yeah, so basically we have... Um, lots of things coming. We're kind of looking to do something different every month in order for us to kind of keep things going and, and um, keep having those donations come through. Right now, um, one of kind of the best ways and biggest ways to help, we have a donation form set up um, right on the main page of our website is where people can find that. 
Um, and that's our From Alone to Home uh, Wolfdog Rescue campaign. Okay. So that's essentially where we're looking to raise funds in order for us to build these enclosures. Um, that's kind of the biggest thing that we're looking for is um, the funds in order for us to build those enclosures, um, but also other ways to help. I mean, if people are in the area and come out to visit the sanctuary, the funds um, from any of our tour options goes right back towards the sanctuary and supporting it. As a nonprofit organization, um, kind of everything that uh, gets purchased in our gift shop or yeah. tours, those kinds of things go right back towards the rescue. And it's and it's pretty cool. There's different experience ex- experiences that you can have. I mean, depending on what you know, how much you want to spend. And, and let me on it's it's not very expensive. I, I checked out the prices because I'm coming down to see you, Alex, because this would be amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's different experiences. And, and some of the wolf dogs, some of the dogs that you have, are 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 more interactive, aren't they? You bet. Yeah. So we have an interactive tour where we actually do take guests into two different wolf dog enclosures. Um, we give you some treats, and some of the wolf dogs will feel comfortable enough to come eat out of your hand, um, come give you some sniffs and things like that. <laughs> it's quite cool. On that tour, you get to see a pack that's mostly wolf and then a pack that's mostly dog. So you're seeing that contrast of the higher content wolf dogs and the lower content wolf dogs. Pack. That was the word that I was looking for earlier. Pack. <laughs> that's what I was looking for. Um, a couple of questions coming in from my listeners, Alex. And you know what? I wanted to get to this before I let you go. Um, when did wolf dogs become uh, a, a thing as as pets? What? How did that become? Uh, you know, a little bit more popular. Yeah. So wolf dogs are intentionally bred by humans. I think a lot of people are under the impression that. A wolf and a dog can fairly easily naturally breed and that's where wolf dogs come from which is pretty far from the case i'm not telling you it's impossible but it's very unlikely for a wolf and a dog to naturally reproduce Mm. so it was likely in kind of the 50s 60s 70s kind of around there where people were taking wolves from fur farms and intentionally breeding them to domestic dogs um, now, why they were doing this is not entirely certain. My guess would be maybe they wanted the best of both worlds. So hoping to have, you know, like this really awesome working dog that yeah. is, got is this it, instinctual great prey drive. But is it legal? To, end, is it legal oh, to breed? The, is it legal to breed a, a, a wolf and a dog? Yeah. So it kind of just depends on where you live. But um, legalities change throughout Canada so and throughout the states as well. But here in Canada... Um, Alberta, it's fully legal. BC, it's legal. And then um, as you get further through the provinces, it starts to get um, a few more kind of discrepancies. Um, I believe it's legal in Saskatchewan. Okay. Um, Yeah, once we get a little bit further into central and eastern, it's... um, some were legal, some are illegal. It's kind of all over the place, in it's, all honesty. If, if someone was to adopt a wolf dog, because I think there are, there are three that you have up for adoption right now, Is there are there things that they need to be aware of if they're living in a city or on a rural property as far as insurance? Are there, there are, are there things that people need to be aware of? So, in all honesty, most wolf dogs are really not suitable to be pets. Um, the ones we do have available on our website, one of which is a courtesy post. Um, he's actually located in the Vancouver area at the moment. Mm. Um, he's a low-content wolf dog, though, so he does go in a house. He's really social with people. Um, so, you know, he has some pretty major challenges, but he is definitely going to do better in, you know, being with a human that he's really bonded to. So um, when it comes to wolf dogs, I mean, they're even the lower-content wolf dogs. Usually they can scale six-foot fencing, and they need containment. So... 
Um, you know, you live on an acreage. You can't have a wolf dog without having actual containment for them because they're not going to stay put. <laughs> um, they'll have higher than normal prey drives. They yeah. might even also be, you know, like shy and timid. Um, wolves are instinctually fearful of humans. So yep. with wolf dogs, oftentimes you still get that really shy, timid behavior with new people. You know what, Alex, you have a really, really cool job. And thank you for uh, giving us this information. I've never in my 30 years in this business, I've never had a conversation about wolf dogs. And um, <laughs> I am just thrilled to have had this conversation with you. And again, I'm going to direct people if they if they are um, so inclined to go to the website at Yamnuska Wolf Dog Really Google Alberta Wolf Dog Sanctuary. It comes up the alone to home donate button. Uh, Alex, please keep us updated as as you move forward on this project, all right? And keep up the great work. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, Alex Harris joining us this afternoon. Didn't know there was a wolf dog sanctuary in this province. Can't wait to go see it, though.